0: guys. I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson show where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is officially August of 2021, and we are midway through the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. And if you're maybe listening to this in the future, 10 to 20 years from now, and you're going, wait a second, why is the 2020 Olympics being played in 2021? Well, I got a name and I got a number for you, COVID and 19. It has been a fun little pandemic and it pushed us out about a year, but nevertheless, the Olympics continue to go on. I think the only two years that we missed the Olympics um, involved World wars, so that's pretty good uh, that we've continued to maintain some type of schedule. But during this episode, I wanted to talk about something that is a question that people always seem to ask, and that is, how much do Olympians make? How, you know, if you, if you're on there and you're standing on the podium, you're holding that gold medal, which by the way, I heard in this, um, Olympics, it's like less than 1% of the metal itself is actually gold. I thought that was interesting. I thought they were like solid gold, but apparently not. I mean, even then, like something like an Olympic medal, if it was solid gold at current prices, I mean, that's still only worth like three grand. I mean, it's worth more on the open market because it's an actual Olympic medal than because it's gold. But anyway, I digress. The point is the gold medal isn't exactly all, old, but if you do win gold or silver or bronze, after spending the past 10 to 20 years of your life dedicated to whatever skill that it is you're doing whether you're running in the 400 relay or you're you know swimming uh, you know 50 meters, 100 meters, 150 meters in a medley, you're on the volleyball team, whatever it is, how much money do you make? Well, turns out The answer depends on where do you live because the countries are all very different. And guess what? No, the USA is not even close. We're not even in the top five of highest paying countries depending on if you win. But there's a reason for that and it doesn't mean they don't get paid. It depends on how they get paid. So let's dive into that a little bit. If you are an Olympic athlete, if you are out there, you are in gymnastics, you are swimming, you are throwing um you know stuff on the track and field whatever it is that you're doing uh can you expect to get paid that much the answer is maybe um but it may not necessarily come directly from your country so let's dive into that coming in um pretty pretty solid at the top from what i'm seeing now these are not Comprehensive numbers. um, I admit there is, um, and and by the way, these have all been adjusted into USD. So, um, you know, I'll go ahead and tell you the first one, not to surprise anybody. Uh, Number one is Singapore by far. If you win gold um, and you are representing the country of Singapore, you will win a million dollars in. Singapore currency, okay? Not a million US dollars. So when you adjust um, the Singapore dollar for the US dollar, that works out to be about $737,000. Now that's really good. That's a really nice house in most parts of the country, okay? That's a lot more than the average person is making on any given year, $737,000. For silver, they're coming in at a nice $369,000. And then bronze is 184000 So 737, 369, 184, excuse me, that is what is adjusted for USD. So if you ever hear somebody say, oh, Singapore gives a million dollars. They do, it's a million Singaporean dollars, not US dollars. So these have all been adjusted to US currency. Coming in at number two, a country you probably have never heard of if you have, you uh, probably forgot it was a country. Don't and and I would put two hundred and fifty thousand dollars down that none of you could point to this country on a map. But Kazakhstan, if you win a gold for Kazakhstan, guess what? Quarter of a million dollars for gold, hundred and fifty thousand for silver, seventy five thousand dollars for bronze. There you go. That's not That's pretty good, Kazakhstan, for being the size country of the year. Now, granted, they're not pulling too many medals uh, from all these different things, so they don't have to pay out much. But guess what? If you do, you're going to get paid pretty well. That's pretty freaking sweet. Now, Malaysia, 236, 71 for silver, 24 for bronze. Not too shabby, but definitely stops the taper off there at the end. Now, Italy is coming up next, and Italy gives you 213 for gold. Hundred seven thousand for silver and seventy one thousand for bronze. That's still really good. That's actually third best for bronze. And it bronze really tapers off. Doesn't matter where you're from. After this, bronze really starts to taper off. I mean, the next one is the Philippines, which gives you two hundred thousand for gold, ninety nine for silver, and forty thousand dollars for bronze. I'm sorry, anything below. $40,000 $40,000 is just embarrassing. I mean, we talked about Malaysia who does $24,000 for bronze. I mean, that's minimum wage somewhere for a bronze for being the the third greatest in the world at doing something. I don't care if it was knitting, I don't care if you're the third best in the world at you know rock paper scissors. You should earn more than $24,000. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. So, for any other country That pays less than that. It's a little embarrassing. Okay, so now I'm going to jump down a little bit and I'm just going to get right to the question that's burning through everybody's mind. Steven, where does the USA fall? How are we paying our athletes who have dedicated the majority of their lives Who don't have jobs, don't have too much going on outside of what they do, are probably working anywhere from five to seven days a week for multiple hours a week on getting to this level. And then only for a handful of them to even make it. What are these people who are representing the United States of America, our country, on the global scale? And by the way, crushing it for the most part. Have you seen what? The swim team has done. I mean, I got to give a shout out to Caleb Dressel, who comes from the University of Florida. The man has single handedly, just on this Olympics, won more gold than the majority of countries will. It's ridiculous. He's the next greatest swimmer to Michael Phelps. I mean, it, it, what this guy's doing is just unbelievable. So, what are guys like him pulling in for all these gold? Well, here you go the USA. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let, here, let me do this. Let me do this for you. Okay. So Caleb Dressel right now is the winningest uh, Olympian in any sport uh, for the USA in the, Tokyo, in the Tokyo Olympics. All right. So as of right now, He has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So seven gold medals. If I'm if I'm looking at this correctly, one, two, three, four. Yeah, looks about like seven gold, uh, maybe a couple silver. But we'll just stick with the gold. So let's call it seven gold. The USA pays out a paltry McDonald's fry cooker wage of thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars for a gold medal. Silver follows at 22,500 and bronze is all the way down to 15,000 I mean who really cares at that point if you're making so Caleb Dressel one of the most he he has, I you'll have to fact check me on this one but I believe one of the announcers said that he won all he won gold in all of the individual rounds which is something that Phelps never even did now again Phelps is still the GOAT Phelps is still the GOAT swimmer. Caleb Dressel is not there. I do want to say that, okay? But the man's got a chance to match that greatness at some point in time. We'll see. He's a completely different swimmer than Phelps. Phelps is a much more all-around kind of guy. Dressel is more of a sprinter. He's never going to win anything in like a a 1500. Um, But anyway, the point is you you get it. But if you combine all of his medals that he's made, uh, all of his golds, it doesn't even match up to what uh, Malaysia would pay for just one gold medal, which is 236000 So why? Outside of the love for your country, the love for your sport, why in the world would these USA Olympians be working their asses off you know, sweat, giving up their time, their lives, like all these things. Why would they be doing that just for a shot to get to the Olympics and get gold? It's clearly not the money. Well, it is, but it's not about the money that's coming for your country. See, here's the thing. Countries like Kazakhstan, Malaysia, Italy, um, you know, the government has a lot more influence there. You don't have as much commercialism as you would in, like, the United States, for instance. So, the United States kind of goes, Listen, we don't need to pay our athletes. Are you kidding me? It, it, you know, doing it in just the notoriety alone will bring in so many brand sponsorships, so many outside deals. They're going to make millions from that. And granted, a lot of these other people, um, um a, a lot of these other uh, Olympians from other countries, they're probably getting brand deals too. But let's not kid ourselves. When it comes to commercialism, when it comes to capitalism, the USA gets the gold medal there. We are still... Clearly, number one in that department doesn't matter who you want to throw at us. Now, don't get me wrong, China, there is a consumer driven market. Now, definitely a little bit of a government structure, things are a little crazy over there, you know, when it comes to all that, but they love their stuff too. But it's still not nearly as close to what the USA has going on, so that's something to consider. So, for instance, uh, for instance, um you know, when you look at a, like a Simone Biles, for instance, Simone Biles this year alone should rake in about $5 million based off her existing sponsorships. $5 million. That's not too shabby for somebody who's barely old enough to drink legally in this country, yet at this moment of time has to be the greatest, has to be the goat of you know, the, the gymnastics team, uh, for the USA and potentially of all sports. I, I believe she's, um, I don't know what it, her current medal count is with the existing, uh, Olympics. She had to drop out there midway. She got the twisties, uh, as it is called in gymnastics. Very terrifying. It's pretty much the yips and golf, which even professional golfers will tell you is no fun. It's pretty much where the disconnect of something, your body, can basically do subconsciously because you've practiced it so many times. It disconnects from uh, your your the the instinct of it. I guess would be a, a way to say it. The instinct of what you're doing now. All of a sudden, you have to mentally think about it. And guess what? When you're doing multiple turns, you're upside down. You're doing all these things. It's you can't do that. You're gonna break your neck. You know, this is way worse than the yips and golf because the worst case is you're just going to slice sit hard left and you might take out, you know, somebody's car window or something like that. But with gymnastics, it is it is not the same thing. And you could legitimately fall, break your neck, a leg, something like that. It's incredibly dangerous. So um, excluding her existing medal count that she has from these Olympics, I believe she is at 19 gold something like that. Like, it's just stupid how accomplished this young woman is. So despite all that, she's made zero money from it as far as her actual, you know, getting paid by the US of a to-do-it. But that doesn't mean that brands like Coca-Cola can't step in. doesn't mean that all of these different watch companies can't step in. doesn't mean that Red Bull can't step in. I mean, you've got tons of different, uh, you know, uh, places or organizations that are just looking for people to represent their brand. And that's why you are going to see the U.S. of A Olympic athletes get paid so little because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. They're going to bring home way more money than the majority of all these other athletes. I mean, Ralph Lauren notoriously behind a lot of different brand deals for a lot of them. Um, I was reading about um, a, a um, Athleta, which is kind of a, um, you know, like yoga clothes and athleisure, different stuff like that. They're huge behind it. Um, you're even starting to see ones like Hublot Uh, Get Out There. Uh, That's a watch company. Um, They're big in it. Puma has always been large into some of these. Adidas, obviously, very big. Nike is another uh, obvious one. But even some of the luxury ones like Emporio Armani, I mean, they're getting into the Olympics. So like I said, if you're great at what you do, and this is a lesson for all of you out there, it doesn't... The majority of anybody listening to this podcast is not going to be top three at what they do uh, in the world for virtually anything. But here's the good news for you. You don't have to be. Here's the lesson to be learned from all of this. And this is a lesson in general. If you are excellent at any particular skill, we live in a world nowadays to where you will be paid for that. And, on, and honestly, the world has been this way for a very long time. If you are skilled at anything in particular and you are better than the average person in your field at whatever it is you do and you continue to try to develop that skill and God forbid you actually care and put the effort in to it, you're going to make money. It's as simple as that. There are a lot. And if you're not making money, you're not paying attention. If all you're doing is just going out there and playing guitar in your room, but you can pull every single solo that Metallica and Stevie Ray Vaughan and John Mayer have ever done. Well, guess what? Start a YouTube channel. Guess what? You need to go to record uh, labels and tell them that you'll start playing covers and touring for people. Like, I'm not saying you'll be the highest paid person ever. There's, there's star power, there's personality. There's a lot of other stuff that definitely, you know, the looks, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that comes behind this, but if you have a skill and you are exceptional at it, people will pay you, you will get paid. I don't care if you're the, if it's something as lame as being the greatest guitar hero. I mean, e-gaming is huge. So let that be a lesson to you. If there's something you're passionate about, something you are exceptional at, realize that there is a way to make money off of it. And guess what? For a lot of them, even for somebody who's an amateur at something, brand deals is often a pretty good way to go. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a national company. It could be a local company. A lot of these people, you know, when I look at these brand deals that they're making, it's true, they're getting uh, brand deals from a lot of the national stuff, but guess what? There's a lot of people who didn't make the Olympics who are great athletes that come from random cities in Minnesota and Arkansas and Georgia and uh, you know tiny little cities like that. And guess what? They go home and they are hometown heroes. And they may not be making five million a year, but I guarantee you there's Joe Schmo car dealership that's gonna bring them along in their tiny little town and say, Hey, guess what this Olympian? Yeah, they're from our town. They're on my commercial and I got them a new car or I paid them $30,000 to do three commercials with me this year or whatever the case is. If you are good at what you do, if you excel at it, if you work hard at it, I promise you there's a way to make money doing it. And that's exactly what Olympians in the United States of America do and how they get paid. So hope that was fun. Hope uh, you enjoyed that. Like I said, the US of A, we are down at the bottom as far as paying our athletes directly, but indirectly, oh man, it pays. It pays. Very nice. Forget, forget just fame, forget the money, forget the, all the others, or not the money, but for, forget the fame, forget the notoriety, forget the, the country pride and all the other stuff. When it comes down to cold, hard cash, you will make money. I can promise you.